cry wolf until they get robbed for their innocence Like three magic beans for their family's last cow So we stalk giants that sleep because our parents' nest eggs are naked So we can't go home until we snatch that great goose Or anything that Midas touch Pied pipers, they play on possibilities So we wait for the rats to show up the moment they smell cheese Witches assess with beauty, poison the fruits of our labor Hoping we sleep in glass coffins So our children can watch us waste away Then grow up and do the same Tired of sleeping on straw so those hogs move bricks And would rather be put in a pen than butchered for their bacon There are no wizards in Oz, just lifers Name Alabeses Cause here is where the sheep get stolen What big teeth you have They're so busy trying to convince African American women in the absence Of their fathers that they have to kiss the right Frog before they can fulfill their Dreams so they've grown accustomed To these lying kings who are convinced That they're responsible for their family's Misfortune so they leave In hopes of running away from their problems And saving their pride we lost Boys in Neverland haunted by The hook and the talk of the clock When the crock was near sick of circus where these clowns laugh at individuality until you fly and accept the elephant in the room Alice asked me to avoid the hearts of queens Surrounded in a stranger's bed You can remove those strings But find the long nose of the lion puppet I wish you would Listen to the crickets in your conscience So one day you could finally be real They dumped the on Humpty until he cracked under the pressure I saw when he hit the wall Tired of taking the fall so he scrambled Said his shell was in pieces So only the king himself can put him back together again Power and politics keep robbing hoods of happy endings Because here is where the poor pretend to be rich and steal from themselves There's trolls under every bridge you cross So being a goat is a compliment if you can avoid the blind wisdom of mice Children stay hungry thanks to stories of gingerbread Yet wary of being force fed and fat and just to become someone's next meal Old McDonald turned farming into franchise So we all know that money is the new plantation So these character paint smiles on their faces Yet half of their patrons still can't spell E-I-E-I-O <laughs> Despite the presence of 101 backwards gods The lady prefers to share her spaghetti and kisses with a tramp Because Belle said I was never a beast Just emotional I've been pushed so far, far away That the truth of my life must be a fairy tale been pushed so far away must be a fucking fairy tale
Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With Poetic Black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh, my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and looted dances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Welcome to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here. Spoken Soul family was good. We got another dope show lined up for you guys today. I hope, I hope you're on your path today. I hope you're not allowing anyone or anything to impede you from your progress. I hope you focus on the goal. Today, today is the day we shine. Let's get to it. We got work to do. Spoken Soul Family, we got another show lined up for you guys today, today, today. And it's going to be a good one. Today, I thought that uh, we talk about something that uh, I've been going on. Let me let me just preface this. I've been going on uh, Clubhouse. If you guys, if you guys are familiar with the app Clubhouse, and uh, I think is a I think is a great app for certain things. You know, it's a lot of it's, it's a lot of nonsense. It's a lot of misinformation being spread. But at what we're saying that in the same breath, there's a lot of positivity. There's a lot of you know, there's some form of networking there, and um, you know, there's constructive dialogue because I've been in the rooms where the the dialogue has been just ratchet. You know, unproductive And then I've been in rooms where We've had some positive discussions But today I wanted to talk about An issue that keeps recurring And today we're going to talk about my sisters today, man We got to get into it, man We got to get into it And the idea of normalizing You know, that women can't be wrong That women have no flaws and uh, we're going to get into it. Now, when I was on Clubhouse, it was, you know, we was having various topics. But one of the topics that uh, we were talking about were what was about women taking accountability. And I've noticed there's a new trend. This is, there's, there's, there's definitely a new trend going around. That's going on with black women That uh And I've heard this I've heard it I've heard it You know I've heard it You know In the streets But not really 
but on Clubhouse, you have a lot of different personalities. So it's rampant. It's rampant. And this idea that if a man argues with a woman, then that must mean he's gay or he's displaying feminine characteristics or feminine traits. I think it's bullshit. I call bullshit. First, women talk about they want men to express themselves. They want men to express how they feel. A lot of the gripes that some women have with men is that we don't know how to communicate. And everything I'm saying is in reference to black man, black woman. So let me just say that. But uh, we don't we don't know how to communicate. And then when we we try to communicate or we try to become vulnerable and tell you guys how we feel, we get casted with that stigma. Oh, you're acting like a little bitch. You're acting like a little punk. You a sissy or whatever the case may be. And it, and it, and it, and it's, it's starting to run rampant. It's starting to run rampant. And and I noticed this because I've been talking about this. You know, a couple of different episodes I've been talking about it, and I've noticed that you know we've we've come to normalize this. You know, when a, when we see a black woman going in on a black man, oh you this you that you a punk ah, and then you see the man comes back and he retorts, oh you acting like a female, or oh why you arguing with a female. Or if he loses temper, don't let him lose his temper and say, oh, bitch, now, oh, you you hate black women. I mean, we got to stop normalizing this shit like it's okay. And, and I think the responsibility, it falls on the sisters. That's right. And y'all know poetic black, yo, I'm for the sisters, man. I'm for the queens. I'm for honoring your woman. I'm for honoring the black woman, you know, holding her up. But we got to keep it real. We got to talk about it. It's, it's the responsibility of the sisters. Too often we see men see it. <clears throat> we see it. We see it quite often, but we, we don't we don't talk about it, you know, because we feel that we're not going to be heard. But we see that women would come and aid each other. They would aid each other in foolishness. Like her girlfriend can be dead ass wrong, but you will come and you think this is being a, a good friend. You will come and you will aid her in that. That's right, girl. That's right. You will egg her on. And a lot of times sisters, they see their friends out of pocket. They see their friends, you know, doing nutty stuff and they will sit there and they won't say anything. They won't say anything. They would just uh find some way some some kind of way they would try to justify the behavior and we're coming today in a time in a, in a day and age where this is becoming a detriment to our community i know it's it's, it's it's easy to sit back and say oh i'm just gonna worry about me and mine and we feel that okay what that person is doing is not gonna affect me but it do it does it affects the overall psychology of the of the community, the overall thinking process of the community. I think for far too long as the years have been passing, I think we glorify women selling their bodies, 
not necessarily being on the whole stroll and being on the strip talking about and I'm seeing like getting customers like that but the idea of yeah show my body do something with my body to get you to pay for this you know oh oh I'm not messing with it the, the, the idea I'm not messing with it dude he can't get my nails done he can't get my hair done you know what what can you provide for me this has become the norm and it's become normalized that our young our young sisters the young babies are watching the Cardi B's and the, the Nicky's and, the, you know, all these crazy characters in the entertainment world glorifying and praising this type of behavior, praising the behavior that, OK, it's OK, little sister. It's OK for you to go ahead and, you know, give him a little something if he if he if he come off a couple of dollars. If he if he's able to provide for you, then yeah, it's it's okay to give him some. Don't give no broke nigga no pussy though. This is the idea. This is the uh, this is the overall messaging that the young the young sisters, our young queens, are getting. It's become normalized, like stripper mentality. Now, you know, there's a market for it. I understand that, ladies. There's a market. There's a market you're gonna you're always gonna have men that are gonna you know patronize these these type of establishments. They're gonna go out there. They can go to strip clubs, have a good time, and things of that nature. You know, a person is gonna ultimately do what they want to do. However, it, it's a different type of evil. There's a different type of demon you're dealing with when you want to glorify it. You want to. You want to say, okay, you want to, it's, it's something like, okay, if you did something that you're not proud of, you know, in a time of, of desperate, um, being desperate, you know, you was in a time of despair and you, and you did something that you, you know, it goes against your family morals and the morals and the virtues that you were, you were raised with. Understandable. But at what point in time do we sit here and we glorify it and we give it a, 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 a okay? Like this is this is okay. This is cool. It's not. It's not. No. And a lot of sisters they ask men. We ask men to hold themselves accountable. Hold yourself accountable. You know. Hold yourself accountable. This what we that's what we tell men. But when it comes to our sisters, it's a different. It's a different type of. Of time we're on You know Like if you a sister You listening to this You listening to this uh, This podcast How many sisters You know That you feel That be on some crazy stuff And do you check them You know what I'm saying The individualistic Kind of mentality We as the black community have to get away from we got to start having some type of you know accountability for our actions as a whole like we got to pull each other up it can't be like oh bro yo you doing this right here you making us look bad man like you know that if that's your partner that's your homie and he doing some nutty stuff and he's out there you know he's making a spectacle of himself if you're really his friend you're gonna pull him to the side I've, I, I see men do this all the time I see men do this all the time A man on some crazy stuff Yo bro let me highlight you man Let me highlight you It's time for our sisters And I'm not coming at the sisters But it's time for our sisters To start doing the same thing 
Because it, it sounds so much better coming from a woman than it do a man. A man telling a lady how to be a lady is kind of like, oh, you can't tell me nothing. You're not a woman. That's why it's up to our sisters to like take responsibility and, and hold your hold your sister by the hand and be like, yo, look, sis, you wildin' right now. I ain't gonna let you go out like that. And if we can hold each other accountable, you know, I think our community will strengthen. I think the way we look at each other, black men and black women, would it it would change. Right now, it seems like it's a it's like a power dynamic. It's like a power dynamic. Just because just because I'm the leader of the team, just because you elect me to lead the team doesn't mean I'm worth more to the team than you are. Everybody on the team has a specific role, have a part to play. And if someone is shirking off in their responsibility in their part, there's going to be chaos. There's going to be malfunction. So we as a people, we have to understand this dynamic of teamwork doesn't make you less than me. When I look at you, sister, I don't see you being less than me. I see that I have the capability of doing one thing. You have capabilities of doing other things. And we can use these things that we're both capable of doing so it can benefit the both of us. It can benefit the whole dynamic. Now, I was on Clubhouse and one sister had made a profound statement. <clears throat> she had made a profound statement. She said, we living in a time where everybody want to go 50-50. We start talking about 50-50. And uh, one sister, she said, she said, why I got to be 50-50? And I was like, wow. She said, why well, can't be 100-100? And I was like, wow. It, 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 it really caught me. It really caught me. And that's, and that's the idea of what we really want. Let, let us both give 100% to this dynamic, this family dynamic. Let us, let us prepare a path for our children to make the road a little bit easier for them. Let's build the future for each other. Let's put everything in. Let's not hold back. Because we're working for each other. We want each other to win. But in this day and age, we have this individualistic concept. This individualistic thing that, oh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's all about me. I make I make six figures. Oh, you only make 40000 a year. You only make 50000 a year. I'm making six figures. There's a separation. We allowing, see, things are happening for our sisters, and I'm happy. I'm happy sisters are starting to see the wages that they deserve. I'm happy that our sisters are starting to see, you know, real position in corporate or real position in the work field where they're, where they're really, you know, seeing their worth and what they can bring to the table. You dig? I, I'm all for that. But this right here, the advancement of women in the workforce shouldn't be the disadvantage advancement of the black household it shouldn't be like if, if you're going to advance in your in your personal career in your in your uh you know in the workforce that shouldn't decrease or de-advance you know the what you're building as a family it should it should enhance it but these are the tests that we come with that we come it, it, Life comes with tests 
And these are the, the things that we'll be tested with. Do you have the, you know, the sound mind to be able to understand that everything that's given to you is not for your betterment? Sometimes people would give you something that would, would overtly look to be beneficial, but it's really there to destroy you. It's really there to destroy you. So we have to look at these things, you know, and understand move in a certain type of wisdom to understand that, look, the family dynamic is dying. The black family is dying. Most of our households are being run by one parent. Either the mother is there or the father is there. While we can't come and come together and get on this page, whereas we can be beneficial to our children. We can coexist. We can understand each other. Why? And it, it starts, it starts with that accountability. A man shouldn't have to raise his voice. A man shouldn't have to raise his voice to get his point across. He shouldn't. I know women are going to raise their voice. Women are a, a lot more, you know, emotionally driven than men are. So I'm not going to compare them to that in that regard. You know, her emotions are beautiful. So I understand that she can get a little loud. She can get a little passionate. I understand that. But at what point in time do you feel that disrespect? Disrespect is something that... That should be your, your, your go-to Why is it that I'm hearing These days A man is having a, uh, an argument Or having a disagreement Or even a dialogue With a woman And he, he doesn't agree with her He must be gay You hear these women talking about Oh there's not enough black men out here There's not enough black men We know there's enough black men Who are gay right now why do you want to make more gay black men? The solid, no, the solid hetero man, you know, being the fat, and this is this is no shots or no shades towards gay people, the LGBT community. You know what I'm saying? No shade. But there's enough people who choose that lifestyle and they and they're open with it. They're in the open with it. They have no qualms about it, and the people accept them. They accept their their their, their choices in life. And there's harmony You dig <clears throat> But There's enough men out there Who say that this is what they want Why is it Why is it necessary to demonize Why is it necessary To demonize Black black men to say Oh you guys are gay So that just can't be The you know You gay It's very disrespectful it's, it's very disrespectful You know To tell a man who's straight Oh You're feminine Why would you want to say something like that to a man? Like how, how deep You gotta really think about this And I'm not coming at the sisters But you gotta think about it 
How how deep do your hatred run for your brother? When you look at your your uncles or your father, the older men in your family, do you look at them as being gay or soft or do you hold the same type of view to them? And the sisters got to hold you accountable. Your sisters who, who see you ragging on a dude, arguing with a man, screaming, yelling, trying to defame him, trying to slander him and all types of stuff. And they sit there and egg that on. A woman has a certain type of class about herself. All women get emotional. We know that. Or all women, I ain't going to say we all get emotional as, as human beings. But women tend to display their emotions more readily than men do. But it happens. We understand this. But at what point do you do you co-sign it? Like I was watching this video today, actually. And I believe it was in, was it in Texas? <clears throat> was it in Texas? It was, you guys can check it out. But I believe there was in, um, it was a restaurant called the, the Bacon, the Bacon something. But it was something like that. But you had all these black women. They were in there having lunch or brunch or whatever the case may be. And then the juvenile song come on. That back that ass up song comes on. And it was like it was a trance over all of them. Like everybody stood up, start shaking their ass and jumping on the table and, you know, squatting down, tongue out their mouth. Like, and it was like, it was like a unison thing. Like everybody was in on it. I'm just saying, man, you know, if you want brothers to be accountable, you want brothers to hold themselves in a in a certain type of way and as you should as you should as you should want your brother to be the best version of himself that he can be as you should you got to want that for your sister too and it seems like women when when black women deal with each other is on some real catty stuff like oh you don't want to see this sister shine you be having sisters that squatted up together. They squad down together. And it, it be cattiness in there where all she thinks she all that or that, you know? I mean, shouldn't you want your sister to reach her, her best potential? You see the things, the reason why she ain't got a man. Keep it real, queen. You around this woman every day. You're around this woman everywhere And you know You know why you probably got a man And she don't <laughs> And she swear because black men ain't shit Oh black men ain't shit And nah, it's, it's all something crazy But you will never sit there and tell her Like sis maybe you need to uh, Address this issue Or maybe you need to Adjust this aspect of your Of your character Or the way you speak to people Pull her up 
and you shouldn't you shouldn't be afraid to pull up if you got to be around people that you can't talk freely to why are you around them if you got to be around so-called friends who you feel that you can't speak to them you can't come to them you can't you can't give them advice they can't give you advice why are you around them people people come together or they should come together to network or do something constructive but the but the power of coming together is 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 the significance of that power like we're stronger together than we are apart we can do our own thing but we're coming together because we're stronger that way so if we're stronger that way how you going to be around a person that you can't you can't critique or you can't you can't like constructively critique an individual like you sit there and watch your friend go out in some shit that you know the whole block is going to talk about her. The whole town is going to be talking about her. But you sit there and you and you egg her on. Yes, yeah, it look good on you. And you know it don't. Why? At what point in time do we do we be like, yo, Sis, let's take accountability. It ain't got to be something that's done nastily either. It ain't got to be something that's done, you know, in a in, in a crazy manner. It don't got to be done in a crazy manner, but it needs to be done. It needs to be done. You know, you sitting there watching. You sit there watch her. Do something that's gonna make a fool of her, and you said she's you. You saying pretty much, oh look, uh yeah, uh, I'm gonna watch you do this crazy shit. I'm gonna watch these people talk about you, and then when you're crying the way they're making you feel, you can come cry on my shoulder. I'm being a good friend. No, you're not. Hold your sister accountable, and let and let's stop. You know, making things, making things uh, lawful or or encouraging things for other people's children that you wouldn't encourage for yourself. We were talking about, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but it was a sister at uh, FAMU, Black HBCU College, who she's... Well, she was set to graduate with her master's. And um, she did for her graduation photo, I guess. She she posed nude in front of her campus. A nude picture. So a lot of people had a lot of things to say. Some individuals saying, oh, they should take her degree. They should take her degree away from her. And I'm like, why is it with black people? Why is it with black people when black people get caught up in something? They get caught up in the public's eye. They get caught up in maybe some scandal or whatever the case may be. And there's repercussions behind it. Why is it black people the first ones to congregate, rally, and, you know, voice their opinions about this? But... Past incidents from other groups of people who will do the same thing or even worse, they won't even make mention of it. They won't go hard on it. 
They ain't got no opinion on it. They only have an opinion when it's someone black. We got to stop aiding and tearing each other down. Yeah, black people make mistakes. Black people do dumb shit. You know, nobody telling you to go up there and oh, advocate for R. Kelly. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to tell you, oh, sit there and like, oh, yeah, we got to advocate for R. Kelly. R. Kelly got him. He, he got himself in a in a messed up position. A very, very fucked up position. But am I going to say, oh, he needs to be crucified? I would be a hypocrite. He should be crucified for something that I watch Hugh Hefner do. I watch Elvis Presley do. Jerry Lee Lewis do. And a whole bunch of other artists do exactly the exact same thing he do. But you don't sit there and talk about, oh, uh, boycott his music. Boycott his music. Boycott his uh Boy, don't 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 purchase his music, whatever the case may be. Don't support him. People don't go hard on that. They don't go hard on 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 white artists who do heinous things, but their music is still being played on Spotify, still being played on iMusic or whatever the case may be. No one's making no type of hush about it. We gotta, we really gotta. You know, put that in check. Like, you gotta think about it. You ever you ever hear that when you was younger? You got siblings, you got brothers, you got sisters, and you one of your siblings is 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 soft in the streets. People pick on him or whatever the case may be, soft in the streets. People bully him, but he come home and he bully his little siblings. He'll come home and, and release that frustration on his on his younger siblings. And when you see that, you like, yo, that's more punk stuff. Don't come in here punking your little brother and your little sister when you allowing them dudes out in the street to punk you. This is what we say. So I look at it at the same in the same way. Like, why are we gonna sit here and tear each other down? They did enough of tearing us down. They did enough of, of, of keeping us back, keeping us marginalized. They did enough of that. At what point in time do we got to say, oh, let's just look at the facts of what it is. Look when that thing happened with Bill Cosby. Mad Blappy ready to throw Bill away. Forget all the people that he that he he put through college through the United Negro Fund. You know, how many, how many black people he put through HBCUs when this scandal happens. Oh, I knew it. I knew he was a he was a this and he was a that and and oh, even when he got free, even when they freed him, you still have black people saying, "Oh, y'all gotta pay attention that he didn't get acquitted. It was a clerical error or some other stuff." The reason why he got off and all that. Listen to these individuals. Listen to the Brandon Tatum's, the 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 Candace Owens and all that. Whenever it comes down to black people doing anything. Like if you listen to uh, those two individuals right there, Candace Owen and, and, and um, Brandon Tatum with the Ahmaud Arbery case, go back on YouTube and look at their initial response, the initial response of, of that incident before anything came out, before any of the details came out. 
Look at their initial response. You have white people up there saying that, oh, they giving him a pass, saying that people walk through uh, abandoned houses or constructed houses all the time looking in. And they had video evidence of individuals going in inside that same identical house looking around like he was looking around. All of that being said, these these two black individuals get up on on their platforms and say, oh, he was there to steal something. He deserved to die. Even when he gets shot, oh, why are you going to run up with somebody with a gun? These people are threatening you and you're trying to defend yourself. Oh, why are you going to just do what they say? If you ain't got nothing to hide, they chased this man down and they and they straight up murdered him. Straight up murdered him. Convicted. Now, then go back. I want you guys to see if I'm lying. Go back. Look at Brandon Tatum's initial response when the, the, the when the Ahmad Marbury Arbery case came out initially and then go back and see after them two dudes all three of them get convicted after they get convicted listen to his tone after the now now this, this is a, a whole you got a jury of your peers they heard the evidence found you guilty listen to his response Oh, they they messed up. They gonna get off on appeal. Got found convicted by the peers. Still not good enough. Oh no, they was railroaded. Like wow, man, who taught you to hate yourself like this? And it's not just that. It's anything black. Anything black coming to, just like the other guy. Uh, Tommy Sotomayor another coon ass another coon that be sitting up there everything anything happened with black people straight up on it on the news yeah look what look at this black woman look what she do black women ain't shit you ever if, if black women hear Tommy Sotomayor talk about black women it's crazy he make my skin crawl when I hear him speak in anger when I hear this man speak about our sisters but our sisters do be giving these individuals ammunition. Stop holding your sister account. Stop. Start holding your sister accountable for the shit she do to make even you look bad. Start holding her accountable. Let's stop normalizing the idea that our sisters can't be wrong. Just because you yell it don't mean you're right. And we need to understand that. And let's stop normalizing the disrespect of each other. Let's stop normalizing the disrespect of the black man disrespecting a black woman and a black woman disrespecting a black man. Ladies, stop. Stop attacking a man's sexuality every time you get upset. It's lame. It makes you seem like you're ratchet. Like you, you can't even articulate yourself. Articulate something other than the fact that you're going to attack his sexuality because he has a disagreement with you. So if he kiss your ass and just agree with you, everything you say, he's a he's a, he's a good man. But if he, God forbid he has a disagreement with you or he disagrees with something that you got to say, oh, now he's he's a female. Like stop let's stop normalizing this. It's lame. It don't look good. And I'm just keeping it real. I'm just talking straight. I'm talking 
you know, bluntly, it don't look good for us. It's a reflection of all of us. It's a reflection of all of us. Let's start holding our sisters accountable. And I'm not talking about the men. I'm not talking about the men holding women accountable. I'm talking about women holding women accountable. Because it's not going to come the same as it would come if, if, if I said it to her. If I told the sister how I felt, it ain't going to come the same. It's going to feel like an attack. So I'm, I'm pleading with my sisters out there. You say you love your girl. You, 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 you got love for her. That's your, that's your ride or die. That's your BFF or whatever you want to say. Then hold her accountable. Pull her, to the, pull her to the side and let her know the nutty shit she doing. If you truly love your friend, you're going to do that. If you say that you want the best for your friend, you're going to do that. You're not going to sit there idle and watch her just make a fool of herself. Watch her make a spectacle of herself and us as a community. Because whether you want to recognize it or realize it or not, we're all reflections of each other. The things we do in, in the media, the things we do in the public's eye, it has an effect on all of us around the world. Not just in America, around the world. But we're talking about America when they, when you got those different towns, these different states in America where there's no black people, or when you got these people on the TV doing all this crazy nonsense and then foreigners come over here from other countries and they got a, a certain type of disdain for black people just off rip because of what they saw on TV, that their only interaction is ratchetness. And our sisters are starting to become synonymous with ratchetness. Like when you hear the word ratchet, you want to think about something black. And it's like, it's time, it's, it's really time for us to like talk to our sisters, man. Talk to our sisters and our brothers, the kings. We need, to, we need to hold our brothers accountable. Hold them accountable. And I know we do that. I'm not going to sit here and cap like, oh, brothers don't hold brothers accountable. I've seen brothers. I've done it. I've seen brothers go to back for brothers putting their hands on their sisters. Like, yo, fam, chill with that, man. We ain't on that type of time. You got brother, you got brothers that would step up and then put their brother in check, you know, over a situation. If we say that we got love for each other, that you know, it's about it's about the family, it's about you know, it's about the community. If you ask my bro. Whatever you call that man, you ain't gonna watch him just be a crash dummy and just go and just go wild out. You gonna grab him up and be like, yo, bro, nah, man. It ain't it ain't like that. We need our sisters to do the same thing. And we need to stop encouraging this. This 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 behavior. Oh girl, get your coins. There's nothing wrong with getting your coins, but have some type of integrity in how you get it. Because whether you want to believe it or not, no matter how beautiful you are, no matter how big your breasts are, no matter how, you know, how, how, how round your behind is, you know, how pretty you are in the face, you get that stigma on you. No man is going to want to invest his, his time in honoring you if you have a certain stigma about you. This this hot girl summers two summers too long. All this all this 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 type of that city girl shit, man. We gotta get off that type of time, man. Or at least know the difference between that and entertainment. 
You see, you see Cardi B, she telling you she don't cook, she don't clean, but she's married. You thinking she don't cook and she don't clean? She's married. You think she's not doing the things to keep her marriage intact? Keep doing things that, you know what I'm saying, to add value to the relationship? But she's telling you that she don't cook, she don't clean. She'll cause that riff in your home. Y'all don't got y'all don't got the money. You don't got the money with your man. Whereas he got enough money to get 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 a maid or, or, or eat out every day of the week. You ain't got that type of time. You ain't got that type of bread. But here it is. She's gonna she's gonna entice you, influence you to not cook, not clean to cause a riff in your household when she got a happy household. Don't be taken for a fool. Don't be thinking that these people out here telling you this nonsense is on some is on some legit shit. It's all about it's all about, you know, pretty much, you know, entertainment, sales, marketing. They care about your dollar. They don't care about your household. They don't care about you if you arguing with your with your man that he done left or now you done left. You got a baby on the way. The family dynamic is split They don't care about all that But would steady readily tell you Oh don't cook don't clean You a bad one You don't gotta do all that My sisters we need to wake up Wake up And stop normalizing this shit Like this shit done went too far we know you got sass with you. We know you got personality, queen. We know you got, you got, you know what I'm saying? You're strong. And I don't mean that as a trope, you know? We know we know that you are resilient. You've been beat down. You haven't been protected. We understand that, sis. But we're trying to make amends. We sitting here trying. We're trying to, you know, extend that olive branch. Let's get on the same path. Let's get on the same, let's get on the same, the same wavelength, the same thinking process. Let's rise up. Let's come together. Let's build. Let's build. We've been destroying for far too long. It seems to me it was the 90s where it became more, you know, it was like the the 90s was 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 bittersweet. Because in the beginning of the 90s, it was a lot of black. You know, black empowerment. It was black consciousness. It was people, you know what I'm saying, recognizing their black identity and being proud of it. And then it went, it, then it got to a point, then it got to a point where now it just seems like we're we just trying to destroy each other. It seems like now we're just trying to like, we're just trying our best to outdo each other. And then in the 90s, it came at a point in time where, you know, we started to get real disrespectful. We started to get, you know, oh, I can, I can do my own thing. I don't need you. This I don't need you. And in essence, we need each other. That has never changed. All the persecution that black people have been through in this country, it has never changed. We still need each other. They keep putting out this false narrative that, oh, you can do it by yourself. They encourage that because they want to encourage imbalanced children, children that's not going to be balanced. 
children is not going to be able to identify how to treat a woman or how to treat a man. Keep them confused. Keep them confused. It's not a, it's not a coincidence and this is not no attack on the LGBTQ community, but I don't know if you guys have seen it, but in every show, every show on TV, I challenge anyone, I challenge anyone to bring me a show without a gay element. Without a gay element. There's no show. There's no show that's popping that's popping on TV, that's getting views high in ratings, that don't have a gay element to it. Because there's a certain type of agenda that they're trying to promote. And I'm talking about black men. It's a certain type of uh, of, of narrative they're trying to to it's an agenda where they want to push this 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 gay agenda on all black men. Like I said, there's enough men out there who say that they're gay, that they live in their truth. They they you know they they say they gay, they live in their truth. They want you know what I'm saying they they out the closet. There's no qualms about it. They are, they are accepted by their community and so forth and so on. Why do you feel the need to, to put other men in that category? Let's stop normalizing it. It's time for our sisters to step up because the men can't do this. The men cannot do this. The men can't tell our sisters, oh, sis, act like a woman. It will never be received. It will never be received from a, a uh, a male's perspective but if you say you love your sister you say that oh that's my that's my girl you know that's my ride or die why you don't pull up why don't you don't pull up by the arm and say hey come here come here queen let me talk to you let me talk to you why you doing this why you don't check her on it you want black men to check black men about the things that they're doing why you don't check her on it Instead of not checking her, you don't even stay silent about it. You don't even stay silent about it. No, you find a way to to aid her or you find a way to support her in her nonsense. You find a way. I mean, we got to look at this, man. Call it for what it is. Call it for what it is. And again, I say this, I'm not banging on our sisters. But it but it's it's obvious now. It's obvious. That sister that took that photo in front of the in front of the um in front of the university, I heard all types of things like uh, oh take her degree. Take a degree? Hell you mean take a degree? Cause she posed nude? You see this type of you see you see this type of nudity, the nudity that she that she posed doing, you see this on an everyday thing on Instagram, Facebook. You seen way more stuff. I seen one chick on Facebook just recently. I, I think about two days ago. I swear I'm not lying. She swallowed the lemon and it came out of her. You know what? You know what I'm saying? I was like, what the hell? She was a stripper. I guess this was her her act or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, what 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 the hell was that? You dig what I'm saying? That was on Facebook. See the nudity and all that. 
She took a picture, a nude photo, showing her behind. Okay, ain't nothing we ain't seen before. I don't think it was to the degree where it was that crazy. And, and, and people talking about, oh, you know, it, it's just disrespecting the HBCU. Yeah, it, it can tarnish that, the legacy or whatever the case may be. But I don't think it was that egregious. It wasn't that crazy. Whereas, oh, it warrants her to just take take the woman's degree. All the work that she put in. She had a 3.8 grade point um, um, GPA. That means she put in work. You ain't just getting no no 3.8. You ain't getting that just by, by being a, you know what I'm saying? You just cruising and, and coasting. You put in work to get that. You put in work to get that grade point average. We got to stop normalizing this, man. And it's and it's it's only because we have this individualistic mindset. We all about getting the bag. We all about getting money, but it's all about us. There's no community involved. We there's nobody there's nobody talking about, "Oh, uh, let's put it together." Now, speaking of such, I have a a proposal and some announcements that I wanted to I wanted to bring to the family. One, let's get let's get to the, the proposal first. The proposal is this. I was coming up with this idea. I was thinking what it is that, you know, something that we can do. And I was thinking along the lines of a thought. And the thought is that when you when you come together on the idea, you can't kill an idea. You can kill a leader. You can kill an individual who put themselves in the forefront like we've seen so many times before, get them assassinated. But an idea you can't kill. So I had an idea and I wanted to share it with the Spoken Soul family. I got an idea and I think that this idea can work anywhere you at. Anywhere you're at in black communities all over America, it can work. And we can do it one one store at a time what I've noticed in my community like a lot of communities in New York City the the stores inside of the community predominantly black communities are not owned by black people these stores are not occupied by black people it's more likely uh, Jewish people that got the lease they're leasing to other people and they come in and they eat in the community I think black people don't really realize, you know, the power of the dollar and the power of what they can do when they pool their resources. So I was thinking, and I want to try it. Anybody who's interested, hit me up because I really want to try this. I want to get 100 men. It could be 100 men, 100 women. But men and women, I would I would like to see them do this separately to build that type of camaraderie with themselves, amongst themselves. You know, women doing this with women, you know, to build that, you know, that camaraderie that, you know, we can do this together, sis. And brothers doing it, too, to make a stand. But this is my idea. 100, 100 men or 100 women. 100. Everybody put up $1,000. 
Find 100 people, not 1,000 people, not 2,000 people, 100 people in your community who think like you, who have like minds like you. 100 men with the same mindset that understand that we have to have something in our community that's black, that's owned by us, that's for us. 100 men come together with $1,000. We spend $1,000 like it ain't now. We spend $1,000 on clothes. We spend $1,000 on shoes. We spend $1,000 in gas. $1,000. 100 men with $1,000 a piece turns into $100,000. With that $100,000, you have a you got $100,000 capital that you can now use to start a business in the community. $100,000 to Bob. And in fact, you can go a little bit deeper than that. Some of these buildings, some of these buildings be for sale. Perhaps the community come together. It could be more than uh, more than 100 people, 200 people, or 300 people. Let's say 500 people with the same like-mindedness put up a thousand dollars that's a half a million dollars in order to purchase a building purchase a building in the community employ residents in that community give back to people in that community you see the power you can have if you had a hundred people with a thousand dollars that's a hundred thousand dollars in capital you can start a business. You can start a restaurant. You can start a, a clothing store. You can start something that the community needs and it can be all black and the black people can patronize the community. Patronize that 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 store which will give back to the community. But if we have this idea and we 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 come together and we do this in every city. You can find that in every project. We say, oh, we ain't got no stores. All the stores are, all the stores in our community are taken. There ain't no buildings. Okay. Pick a store. Pick a store that you want in your community. Pick a store. And once you pick that store, don't patronize it. It got to be a community effort. Don't patronize that store. Look at, go to, go to Chinatown. Go to Chinatown, Right? And try to find a soul food restaurant. Go in the heart of Chinatown where all the, they got all the, the Chinese markings and all that stuff on all the businesses. Yeah, go go there and, and, and try to open up a soul food restaurant in that community and watch what happens to you. You won't be received. Black people are the only people who allow anybody to come into their communities and get rich. How many children, how many Asian children have been sent to good colleges, universities, off your food stamps, off your dollar bills? Why can't you benefit from your community? Why can't the, the community benefit from the resources of the community? They say the black dollar stays in the black community six hours. It stays in the it says it stays in the uh, in the Jewish community for about eighteen days. It stays in the Asian it stays in the Asian community for about thirty days. 
30 days, the Asian dollar. It'll bounce around in that community. It'll go to the dry cleaner. It'll go to the restaurant. It'll go to the, the slaughterhouse. It'll go to the shoe store. It'll go to that dollar will circulate itself around that community before it leaves that community. Everybody then benefited off that dollar. Everybody then benefited off that dollar. And they have thriving, thriving communities. They patronize each other. Everything you need in your community should be provided by you. If you are predominantly the one in your community, you should be the one who reaps the benefit of anything, any type of transactional sales that happens in that community, you should be benefiting from. Your community should benefit from it. If you got potholes in, your, in, in, the, in, in, the, in the in the in the ground, in the cement, the you know the, the place is just atrocious and dirty. The stop signs don't work. All types of hazards in your community, and you sit there and walk around it every single day. Why those Chinese stores and those Arab stores and all these all these bodegas? Why they don't come together and fix the community? They work there. Because they don't give a shit about it They don't give a shit about it But if you go out in Queens Where most of these Chinese stores at These Chinese stores They set these stores up in Brooklyn And they live out in Queens They come to Brooklyn every day Come in your black neighborhood every day But when they leave They go all the way out to Queens Where, they're, where they're, they're, their streets are paved nicely No garbage on the ground Garbage just picked up on time every day the birds tweet a little bit different in those neighborhoods why don't they have a vested interest in your community don't they want to see you look good when you go when you go to the and do a block party in a community and go ask the Chinese restaurant can you donate a pan of chicken for the community can you donate a pan of rice for the community no 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 you pay you pay They should be paying you To come in your community Set up shop Do whatever they want to do They should be paying you But no You give them your power Freely And then in that same breath You go in and curse your brother And you curse your sister out You see your sister She trying to She, she got her little hair Hair care products she got her little body scrubs or whatever. She's on Instagram trying to promote her stuff. You won't even share her shit. But you run your ass down there and go get you some rib tips and pork fried rice or some dumb shit like that. You see your brother. You see your brother striving. You see your brother. Like, I, I got love for my sisters because there's a lot of sisters, you know, that when my, when my episodes come out, you know, I put a lot of work in these in, the, in these podcasts And when my episodes come out You know I want to get to the level Where I can be able to monetize my podcast But I'm not there yet You know and I ask people To share Share that's all I ask It don't cost anything To hear the episode Share it to somebody You know put it up on your wall Get it out there But it's a network that I really need From, from my people not asking for donations and none of that Just asking like, share Download Download an episode It's that type of camaraderie Or that type of, you know, unity That we need 
we got to start looking at it and normalizing the idea of if you if you're not supporting black, what are you doing? That's the type of environment we gotta we gotta try to to create. Like look at people sideways when they're not supporting black businesses. You're not supporting black. Like what's wrong with you? Make that be the new cool thing. The next challenge. The next the next trend. It's pitiful. And we wonder why we get the same results we've been getting. We have so much promise in our communities. We have so much promise in our communities, family. We have promise there, but we have no unity. Everybody's on their own type of time. And until we change that, we can never take it back. We can never take our communities back. We can never make effective change if we're going to sit here and, wor- and worry about, yo, how, how I'm going to outdo this person. When we getting duped, we getting, we getting took for granted right in our faces. Every time you go to one of those bodegas, every time you go to one of those, you know, one of those Chinese restaurants, one of them Arab stores, and you purchase stuff from the from these people, you go in there and purchase stuff from these people, you're doing yourself a disservice, you're doing your community a disservice. And I'm not saying this is gonna happen overnight. I'm saying that we gotta we gotta take some type of responsibility. It ain't gonna happen overnight, but it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna take some time. So that's why I'm proposing that we take the time and we say, okay, look, uh, here it is. Let's let's start with 100 men. Let's start with 100 women. We got sisters that go to these Koreans and they go and they uh, get their nails done religiously every two, three weeks. Religiously. Religiously. Drop 60, 80, $120 every chance they get. They out there and they, and, and they, and they, and every month they spending this type of money. Why not a hundred sisters come together? A hundred sisters come together to put up that capital to get a hundred thousand dollars and get a location where they can put up a black nail salon. I know you know some sisters who know how to do nails. I know there's black nail um, um, um technicians out there that that will come work for a black organization in the community. I know there's sisters that know how to do hair in the community. I know sisters that know how to do the manicures, pedicures, and that's nice with it. Why not these sisters? Why not a hundred people come together and put up this money? Let's put up this money. Let's let's just form some type of black infrastructure in our own community. Let's benefit from our own community. We got all these projects stacked on top of each other. Everybody on top of each other. How many chefs that we have in the community? How many chefs we got in the community? I'm not talking about people that can like so-called cook. I'm talking about people that can cook their ass off. How many? So we got to start putting action, like really, really putting this shit into action. Like we got to look at it and be like, come on. We have the ability. We have the resources. What we don't have is the unity. What we don't have is the unity. So one other announcement I wanted to make mention of what I'm trying to do with the Spoken Soul Sessions podcast in the coming weeks, I'm setting things up, whereas I'm going to let you guys know when I actually launch it, when it's going to when it's going to be in effect. But I want to do a room on Clubhouse in order to interact with the with the listeners that I get.
from month to month, from week to week. We be having some some good topics. We be having some controversial topics, and I really want to hear. I really want to engage with the audience. I want to engage with the listeners. So what I want to do is I want to set up a clubhouse twice a week because I drop two episodes a week. I drop episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays. So I want to set up a clubhouse on Wednesdays and Saturdays to talk about the past episode that just dropped. It drops on Tuesday. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. The episode drop on Friday, which is usually uh, is usually uh, an interview because all my episodes on Fridays, I usually drop our interviews. And perhaps I can get some of the individuals who I interview, you know, on that Saturday platform, I can get them to come back, you know, stay for a few minutes, maybe an hour or so, so they can really engage with the audience about the actual podcast. So I'm trying to put that together for you guys. And I'm going to let you guys know when is in full swing, when to check for it. But on average, like go, go check out Clubhouse in the meantime, in the interim, go check out Clubhouse and, um, you know, you can get around the workings and how it is there is some some definitely some productive dialogues that i've had on there and the poetry scene on there is strong too there's a there's a strong poetry presence on clubhouse so if you got if you if you get the clubhouse you can you can frequent some of the spoken word rooms i'm talking about some dynamic poets is on clubhouse you know i mean I've, i've interviewed a few uh guests that i've had on the show that I've met on Clubhouse, they just absolutely blew me away, you know. And I was like, wow, one of the brothers, um, Hattress, you know, Hattress Barber, you know, he he was just on, um, he won the Apollo, the amateur night at the Apollo, he won that with a poem, you know, that's hard to do. And uh, shout out to my brother, but he came on the show and I first heard him on Clubhouse. And I was like, wow, I was like, I was blown away. And I got the brother on the show. We had a great interview. So it's, it's the poetry presence on Clubhouse is, is definitely strong. So I want you guys to check that out because I definitely want to bring the Spoken Soul Sessions to the Clubhouse, whereas I can really engage in real time with the audience and the listeners. So if it's something that was said on the show, you want to make comment, you want to add on, you want to, you know what I'm saying, give your own little personal, you know, maybe background or story or you know something you have to add to the conversation now it's a way that we can do that you know what i'm saying we can you can come out on clubhouse join the club and we'll we'll be consistent like we're consistent with the podcast we'll definitely be consistent and uh you know we'll give the the listeners a chance to really interact with the guests that come on the show and myself but i want to let you guys know that we're living in a time now that is very crucial that we start thinking collectively, you know, individually, you know, everybody want to take care of self and that's all in good. But now in this day and age where there's open attacks, there's open attacks, it's time for us to really, really understand this thing and really show some type of unity, really have some type of black consciousness to the point that you know, if, if it may not directly affect me, but the fact that it's happening unjustly to someone black, then I got to speak out against it. I got to be appalled. I got to I got to be affected and we got to stop not being affected 
by when something happened to us as a, as, as a people. Even though people make their own personal choices, you don't get your, you know, you don't get your personal results from the choices you make in life. But at the end of the day, when we see injustices happening to our people, when we see things, you know, we see things, you know, going on where you seeing brothers and sisters being discriminated against, it being stereotyped, you know, we got to hold ourselves accountable for our actions. But but then again, we got to hold each other down also, you know, the black economic, the black economic. You know, understanding, you know, what they respect about you and using that as leverage to get what you want. Use it as leverage to get what you want. But what do we want? What do we want, family? I want to tell you guys, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, understand that together, we can conquer anything. And if you don't know, if you don't know, if you don't know anything about me, know this. Know that I love you. I love you. And I hope you love me too. Peace.